Hello and welcome to So Bad It's Good Inside the Studio, the podcast that was tempted to go on a weekend away to the cabin in the woods, but decided lockdown was enough of a horror movie. If you're new to the series, uh, this is a show where we answer questions about all things film. Uh, it's nearly Halloween, and if all goes well with the editing, this show will come out the day before. Uh, so we wanted to talk, talk about uh, scary shit. Mm, exactly. But we're not the typical podcast. Instead of talking about horror movies and classic slasher flicks, which, to be fair, we've done in quite a few of our original season, our vintage episodes, um, we're talking about those moments in otherwise non-horror movies that still, possibly even to this day, freak us out. So get ready for some left-field moments that scared us senseless. So what's the topic today, Max? Well, I thought we'd go down the uh, horror route, given that we're in spooky season now. Uh, Spooktober, <laughs> if you will. Uh, I know like, we love talking about scary stuff and like horror movies and horror books and stuff like that, but I thought something different. So I got this message from an S-King asking about their uh the scary moments that we see in otherwise normal uh movies um so yeah does any of that spring to mind when you got that kind of question Mm. so when it come in uh it took me a while to think of this because i think coming from very much a straight murky horror stuff to think of it creepy bits where they come about unexpectedly or like in a kid's film or something like that was a bit of a bit of a task but the more i thought uh, went back into my youth and thought, what really creeped me out in an otherwise very, very different fact, it's, it's obviously not a horror film. But I'm going to go for something that ge- genuinely did sort of spook me. Uh, and Lord of the Rings. Now, I know you're not the biggest fan of Lotra. Oh, I may yeah. have seen yeah. it, but yeah, uh, Lotra. Um, I loved them and loved them as a kid. I remember going to see the first one when it came out. Uh, and so my choice is the Nazgul in Lord of the Rings, because I genuinely thought, because when the first, I had to Google this, the first one came out, uh, where you, obviously where you first see them, and it's the Baggins, Shire, all of that sort of thing. That came out in 2001. Uh, I remember going to see it with my great auntie in the pictures. Uh, so I would have been, yeah, nine. And remember thinking that they were horrific. And then as time's gone on and they sort of got scarier, the big scene for me, and I think it's only really in the extended editions, I think. So I would have seen this much later, maybe it was mm. about 16, 17, but still loved it. Was the third one, uh, Return of the King, and the scene in, in Minas Morgul, which is basically the, the pit, the lair of the Nazgul, and the big beam of light flies up. Um, mm. And Frodo and Sam are almost right bang outside the door while this they're climbing up to the... Uh, into Mordor as this thing mm. shoots up and there's other characters like Gandalf who are in um, I can't remember the city now but they're sort of looking across and just that's it, Minas, Minas Tirith, the one that's sort of cut then. into like the um, yeah, that's it the, um, the shard of the rock and just this like pitch blackness, this beam of like sort of creepy uh, turquoisey light flashing in the sky and all of these hordes of disgusting sort of creatures as well as the witch king the sort of leader of the, of the crew um the whole thing was just terrifying there's something about that scene with them they're cowering behind a rock and all of this sort of shit's going on barely mm. sort of like uh, 10 or so meters or whatever it is away from them they're just really really terrifying and just really cold and lonely and 
threatening and just I just thought it was great. And obviously Lord of the Rings, more of an epic. It's it's in no way a horror film, but um, still creepy. I think yeah. I mean I I kind of wish I could revisit Lord of the Rings because I think I saw it at a time when I was probably a bit too young to really appreciate what it was about mm. and. I think I felt it quite dry and I feel it felt it quite like I didn't, I didn't dislike it, but I just remember watching and going, oh, yeah, that was that was that was a good movie. But I know people are absolutely yeah. go mental yeah. about Lord of the Rings. Um, so I guess that's the reason, because I do know, like, you know, I, I've done my best to try and read Tolkien, but I found that he him almost, you know, they're not they're not great books. Um, I have read them. They're, they're not great books. They're not. But the films I do love the films. Well, you know, I was, I was just, I was just kind of, I was just kind of hoping that I'd get to the bit where it'd be written like, and Legolas used a shield and slid <laughs> down, that slid yeah. down the stairs. <laughs> like that didn't really happen in the books, um, unfortunately. No, but I didn't. did, you know, I mean, like I, I, sh- I should read it then. And I got, I got the extended editions, those ones that look like hardback books oh, yeah. from like CEX a couple of years ago. I thought it'd be good to just have them as a, you know, something in my library. But I just, I. I think part of the reason why I can't go back is the um, lovely Hannah uh, is is absolutely disgusted <laughs> by the lead course, yeah, in, in that movie. Uh, she's got a weird uh, dislike of um, Elijah Wood. Yeah, she has got a very strong reaction to him. Yeah, I think I think from my understanding, she's obviously uh, a bit of bit of a phobia of spiders um and then oh, there's that scene where frodo is um caught by i'm not aragog oh, is from harry potter Shelob. To think of Shelob, Shelob. so yeah so then there's there's that i think that's kind of scarred her a bit but um no i i remember that scene in the first one i still when when the the hobbits are like hidden yes. under like a, a, a road and mm. then nazgul comes out and puts his like gauntlet at claw and I think there's like a centipede crawls out of his like yeah. wrist and like goes right and that always creeped me out I always thought that was like oh I did not like that um but yeah no good shout good shout definitely so go on your choice have you gone back into child this <laughs> I I have got a very weird one and like I, I, to this day, I still feel uncomfortable watching okay. this scene. Um, you have to bear with me on it though, because you have to put Go yourself on. in the body of like me when I was like five or six, I think, if that. Um, so it's a scene from a little-known gem called uh, "Bean: The Ultimate Disaster Movie." As in Mr. Bean, okay. As in Mr. Bean uh, movie. Um, it's so like, I know this is like a, a really, ran- but I, I found side note on this is that I actually randomly spoke to someone a couple of months ago and mentioned this scene. And they were like, yeah, this scene absolutely terrified me as a kid as well. And I was like, I was just so like surprised that this very niche movie and this very niche scene within the movie was still like, it, what, I wasn't the only one. I felt suddenly like I wasn't a freak. But anyway, the- um, I'm intrigued. The- <laughs> Do you remember the plot of this movie? No. Okay. I remember so, the one where he goes on holiday. Yeah, that's it's on holiday. So this was this was the first Mr. Bean movie, and it's when he goes to Hollywood or LA. Right. He's like a he basically he's he's a kind of art he works in an art museum and they basically, you know, ship him off to LA because he's too much of a nuisance in, in London um to help courier 
this um, painting that's on loan from you know the, the National Portrait Gallery or something uh, of Whistler's mother, um, which is a famous portrait. Oh, yeah. It's like a, a profile of a, of a woman from like you know the eighteen hundreds sitting on a chair, and it's just a very famous profile. Anyway, um, like and it's just, you know hilarity quote hilarity in shoes. I don't really find Mr Bean that funny. Um, I yeah. find it very tragic, actually. Um, makes you feel very sad watching Mr. Bean stuff. But the the scene in it, there's a scene basically where he goes up to the painting, looks at it, and sneezes, and he sneezes on the painting. He's like, shit, what do I do? So he takes the painting off the frame. Um, like, you know, obviously, like, the, the museum isn't open yet, so, like, some of the security and stuff isn't in place, and he's, like, considered okay because he's, like, the courier for it. So mm-hmm. he takes it off, he puts, like, a blanket over it and makes it look like he's, drag- he's like, pushing a trolley, um, which is quite funny. And then he put- goes into, like, this storage room with all these, like, different bits of, like, you know, janitor's stuff is there. He puts the painting up, gets, like, a jar of whatever, and, like, gently wipes the the stuff off he thinks great job done turns away to go towards the door and then it's like this it's not even like the psycho theme tune but it's like very much like a very high stringed instrument like you know the ones you usually see in like horror movies the ones they usually use in a horror movie Mm. it's high string instrument and then he turns around and the the face of Whistler's mother and the, the painting is bubbling. So obviously whatever chemical he's put on it is like done that. And that the painting is pub- bubbling and, and okay. kind of like dissolving in front of it. And as a kid, that just absolutely terrified me. And I, I don't know. <laughs> I, what, I, what I love is that you're looking at me trying to be sympathetic, but I can tell that you have no sympathy <laughs> for this theme. <laughs> Have you, uh, what do you think when you look at the painting now? I just, I don't even know what I feel. I just remember, just, it just reminds me of that scene. And I just, I just don't. So when it goes, when it's bubbling, is it bubbling like, like a canvas is bubbling or is it like skin? Do they do like a Dorian Gray thing where it's like a skin? No, it's just, it's just like, it's melting. It's like, obviously what he's put on his turpentine or something on it. And it's just like melting off and, it's just I think maybe it's just like I was always as a kid like when I watched movies got really invested even if it was a comedy or something I got really invested yeah. in like the characters in their situation so if like you know I, I don't know when I would watch like an Indiana Jones thing and like be the and, time you, and the time you cried in the pictures I didn't, did I cry in the, I don't think I cried in the pictures I'm sure you were telling me once you broke down in tears I mean, I break down in tears at a lot of things. I did cry when Bruce Indiana Willis. Jones. <laughs> yes. No, that wasn't in the pictures. Thank God. That was when I had Armageddon on VHS. That was it. Burst, that was yeah. it. So burst out crying at, at Bruce Willis sacrificing himself in Armageddon. Yeah. Um, I also was like devastated when Indiana Jones's dad gets shot in the Last Crusade. Yeah. Like, mm. That made me really cry. So like, I know I'm, I was a sensitive kid. I'm not. I'm not going to hide that. But like this scene just absolutely terrified me. Nothing and I think part of it was was very much like him watching this, this pain kind of like start to dissolve and stuff. But I think the other part of was of and, and like the panic that he would have been in, like that he was in the shit and that was horrible. Yeah, but just yeah. the way it was shot and the music, and it was kind of does this thing, which I think a lot of like non-horror movies do when they're trying to be a bit scary, is they make the camera quite fixed but do this quite slow, steady 
you know, progression closer to it. So the picture was quite framed and it was just very slow and steady and quite a static image. But that's what mm. made it quite scary. Um, so, yeah, that was my that was wow. my encounter was in was in Mr. Bean. Um, uh, Bean, the old Bean. I was, if I ever wanted to sort of like terrify you in the middle of the night or whatever. <laughs> just get a picture I would of Whistler's mother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I was going to dress. <laughs> That would terrify me for other reasons. It's just <laughs> actually kicking open the door me. in this like black smock. Black smock, that sort of like maid's cap she has on. <laughs> Maybe get some prosthetics going or something like that. And just come in asking for light relief. Or... Well, I hope you've all been suitably scared from our non-scary tales. Yeah, if you think there's something we've missed out, uh, have a suggestion for a future topic or um, actually agree with me that that scene in Being the Ultimate Disaster <laughs> Movie is the most terrifying scene in a movie, um, then uh, please get in contact. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter at SBIG underscore podcast. On Instagram at SBIG podcast. And we also have email, uh, SBIG podcast at outlook.com. Thanks for listening and tune in next week. Until then, if you ever happen to walk by uh, Whistler's mother in the uh, National Portrait Gallery or wherever it may reside, just stop and think that that was one of Max's scariest moments of his youth. So Bad Is Good is an independent podcast created by Max and Ash and published on Anchor, with music also created by Anchor. All views and opinions expressed are our own and for the purposes of entertainment. Be kind, rewind. Uh, I think, yeah, interlude music would be good if we had the supermarket sweep uh, theme tune. Just breaking up (laughs) our... I still enjoyed watching that. What was what was the supermarket it's, sweet thing? To? See, it, it's one of those. It's like the match of the day one. I, 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 don't ask me what it is, but as soon as it plays, it <laughs> I, I'm practically karaoke in it when it comes on. Hello and welcome to So Bad It's Good Inside the Studio, the podcast that was tempted to go on a weekday away. I don't know what the hell I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> this this is standard for us now, yeah. You know Mary Shelley? Yes. Mm-hmm. And Percy by Shelley. So apparently, mm-hmm. I don't know how true this is, and if anyone is listening, please fact check this and tell us, mm-hmm. um, that apparently they slept, they had sex on Mary Shelley's mum's grave, Mary Wollstonecraft's grave. Yeah. Which is a bit, that's a bit grim. Which is, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> That's a good. That's a good. That's a good trivia. I'm, I'm gonna. That's a good trivia point, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you're right. Apparently so, and um, that that would have been horrific to watch or take part in. So.